The following audio is from Cross Life Church in Tampa, Florida. We are a church that exists to help people find Christ, their place in the body, and their mission to the world. Our calling is to raise leaders and plant churches. So if you live in the Hudson area or near Wester Chapel, you can also check us out at one of our other locations. For more information, visit us at crosslife.net. You know, Tracy kind of left off with uh, a couple of questions, but there was one like really big lingering question, and that was, uh, what does God do to us when we don't do His will, right? What does He do to us when we sin? Um, And we want to explore that today in um, our conversations on Friday. uh, One of the big questions that came out was the difference between discipline and punishment. Punishment and discipline. So before we jump in, let's have a prayer, and then we'll have a nice conversation this morning, hopefully, if everybody participates the way I need them to. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for your word. Uh, I want to thank you for the fellowship of believers here at Cross Life and at the church down the road and the next one after that. And I just, I ask that you work in us and through us, God. Help us to do better. Uh, And I pray for something that that I don't often pray for, but that's heavy on my mind and heart this week, having prepared this. And that's discipline. I pray for discipline in our lives. I pray that through discipline, you prepare each of us uh, more for the work you have at hand, right? For the kingdom work that you have for us. You, uh, your word tells us that you prepared good works beforehand. And uh, we need to be aware of who you are more and more. We need to be pursuing you more and more to be prepared for those works. And I, and I ask that in your name, God. Lead us, guide us, Hold us and discipline us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, no. My computer is on its last leg, and it timed out, so hopefully... (sighs) We're actually going to go down and try to get it serviced after this sermon. Okay, it's back. It's literally just shutting off with no warning and stuff, so I'm really hoping that it gives me 30 minutes here. All right, so... As we talk about discipline or punishment, my first question is, what would be the need for these, for either of these? And I think our first and foremost answer is the main problem of humanity, right? What's the main problem of humanity? The sin problem, the fallen nature. Um, We have this great analogy for the sin nature that we've been studying here in the book of Jonah. Um, right? Because the sin nature, one of, the, one of the definitions you hear for sin is turning away from God. And we have that in Jonah, right? He literally turns away from God. Um, even though he had what I think a lot of us want sometimes, right? Which is God to audibly tell us what his will is, because it's hard to decipher sometimes. God literally told uh, Jonah what to do, and Jonah turned away. So we have this great analogy, this great example right before us that we can um, really use to help us in this conversation. Um, And so the the sin nature is turning away from God. It's having a misunderstanding of who God is. Um, And the scriptures back this up, right? That our our thinking of an understanding of God is suppressed by our nature Um, that we're at war with the world and ourselves, the lust of the flesh and those things, Um, that our thinking is futile when it's not based on what God wants for us. And I think really what we do is we elevate ourselves and our ideas over 
God's ideas, um, even when we have an audible call like Jonah did here. Um, and what Jonah did was he had built up this, you know, anger and animosity towards this people group for so long that when God told him what he wanted to do, Jonah's reaction was that I know better. I know better. These people don't deserve that. They don't forgive, deserve your forgiveness. And he fled. So what should God do in these situations, right? How should God respond? A lot of us have a lot of ideas culturally or societally, and um, we, have, we, hear, we have a lot of things in our society, right? Things like the belief in karma, or um, one of the big ones is that when bad things happen, then that's a, a, a reason to disbelieve in God, right? Because if something bad happens, it has to be God's fault, but we're taught, we're taught in Scripture that those things are happening because of the sin nature, because of our actions, not because God's doing it to smite us or punish us. Um, and those, those beliefs are played out in our society, and they're often, they're often reflected by, uh, you know, when you're having a conversation with someone and you're talking about life and death or the afterlife, it's often this idea that if I do enough good to outweigh the bad, I'm okay, right? So and then, then in our definition, um, I believe, you know, talking with people about God and how to be saved and all that kind of stuff, if it's anything, if, if, it's, a, if it's a sin worse than what I've done, that's usually what that person believes is just bad enough, right, to not get there. In other words, we always believe that we're not the one that's bad enough to not to not have that eternal life with God or heaven or whatever it is. Um, what we don't often see uh, and what's not often reflected in society, um, but it is in scripture is that even when we turn our backs to God, he doesn't turn his back on us, right? This is reflected in Jonah a couple of times all the way through the end. It's, uh, and scripture repeatedly shows us that he loves us and he's working on us um, to will and act according to his good purpose, just like I brought up in my prayer, that it's about the good works that he prepared. Uh, again and again in the scripture, the Israelites in the wilderness repeatedly turned from God, went their own ways. What he was doing and providing wasn't good enough for them, right? And he continuously called them back, and I, and I believe that he was a form of uh, disciplining. Uh, and then even in Jonah, you know, we were, we were laughing about how even all the way up to the end of the book, right, spoiler alert, um, that Jonah's still pouting because he didn't get his way. He's still sitting there all upset and pouting because God didn't do what he wanted him to do. So it's the sin nature in us that causes us to turn from God. Um, and in doing this, humanity or individually, however you want to look at it, we, we, we develop these sin patterns, right? If I do this, it makes me feel good. I keep turning to that. And that's how we even see struggling in the life of believers, much less those who are not of the faith and have no foundation for right and wrong. So the next questions that kind of popped up, and feel free to just ho holler out, right? Does God punish us? Does he punish us? Does he discipline us? Yes. So why, when, and how does he discipline us? Um, We said earlier that the answer for the why is sin, right? That's the, I think it's the same answer for either or. 
Um, and we saw some very biblical punishment examples in the Old Testament, right? And we're not going to jump into those too much today. But is there a distinguishing factor? And I think that those who are saved need to see is that he's preparing us for a correction, a heart change, a mind change, all towards his will, right? To prepare us for what he has ahead of us. Uh, and that those things come from discipline rather than punishment. Um, you know, how often do we hear people blaming God for their situations? You know, if everything's good, I got no complaints with you, God, but oh, a flat tire on the way to work and I miss my meeting or a death in the family or something terrible like that. And now we're angry with God. We're yelling at him. We're blaming him. Um, and, and again, we don't realize that it's the consequence, consequences of the sin nature in humanity. Uh, and not just ours, but living in a fallen world that we're all in that same category. So this misconceived notion or this ignorance contributes um, to running back to that sin, to that thing that makes us feel better. And we are continuing in this pattern of turning away, continuously turning away, going further and further away. Uh, Jonah had hated these people so much and for so long that he wasn't able to or willing to see that God was right in calling them to repentance, right? He wasn't willing to see it. Uh, that, ha- that hatred was probably very habitual and repeated and unending, and that's what we see happen in us when we continue to turn from God. Those sin patterns become habitual, they become repetitive, and they, they draw us further away from God, His Word, and the desires He has for us. So what's the answer? Uh, the Lord's discipline, um, and it's clearly a response of his love for us, his desire for us to turn towards him, away from self, towards holiness, away from unrighteousness. Um, Proverbs 3 says, my son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. (coughs) Right? Take that and meditate on it for a while. So thinking about these moments in your life, if you can, for a few moments while I go on, I'm going to ask for some participation. Think about those moments in, in your life where there was something or, or uh, you know, situation that was just really driving you mad and how God disciplines us in those things and helps us to move past it and see through it. Um, his discipline works for our good. It drives us towards his will so that he's glorified. Um, it drives us towards reflection of him so that that new nature of God can be evident in those that we interact with and those that we um, run into on our daily basis when we're outside of the church walls here. Uh, First Peter, we're told, as obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. So does God punish or discipline the believers, right? We're back to the same question. Uh, And our our case in point is discipline. And the main reason, the main reason it's discipline rather than punishment, any guesses? In a way. Uh, One of the best, um, Hebrews 12, this is 5 through 10, 5 through 11. 
For some reason, it won't scroll when I touch it now. My touch screen's not working. I have to use the trackpad. Sorry, this computer. <clears throat> so Hebrews 12. Have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the ones he loves. He chastises every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there when his father does not, whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline, in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Besides this, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subjected <clears throat> excuse me, to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good, that we may share his holiness. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. So it says his punishment is, uh, his discipline is not punishment, as Jesus has already bore that punishment. Uh, his discipline was motivated by desire not to flick pain, <clears throat> not from a place of anger, not from a place of lost temper. It, for those of us that are fathers, we've all done that, right? The punishment has been doled out because I've lost my head in that moment. Caden, have I ever done that? Yes. Yeah, he agrees. <laughs> Biblical. <laughs> um, and, I, and I hate when I do it, and I'm sorry for when I have done it. Um, so rather, God's discipline comes from his great love from us. It is a token of that sonship, it is a token of being adopted. He loves us too much to allow us to remain in our sin, to remain in the filth. He loves us so much, he'll do whatever is necessary to make us holy, even if it's hard for us, even if we have to walk through some pain. So while it is painful, his purpose in disciplining us is for our own good, our holiness. The ultimate good for a Christian is to be sanctified, which is that we're growing more and more into the image of Christ into the likeness of Christ. So Keith jumped ahead, but that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to see, you want to run the mic? The lazy eye tricked him. He's like, who? Make sure it's on for me. So let's talk about the difference between punishment and discipline. Yeah. And I love the analogy and I actually had it in my notes and I was so proud that I wrote it and then you took it, but <laughs> it is, it's, no, no, you should come up and take over. <laughs> but yeah, the, a punishment, let's look at it as a legality. It's something that's doled out by an authority. Whereas uh, discipline comes from a place of love. So it would be like the scripture say, like the father correcting, right? If, if uh, the little one's playing with that pair of scissors and trying to jab it into the wall socket, we're going to go correct him in that. It's because of fear. It's because we love him. It's because we don't want him to get hurt in it. And that's what God's preparing us for. He knows that those actions that we're doing, while they may seem very subtle to us, can, can really lead to greater and greater uh, separation from him, from knowing him, from doing his will. Who else? Discipleship, uh, discipleship discipline, punishment. Who else? Alan? So here's, a, here's another thing that hit me when I was going through this is the, 
is the relation to time. So punishment, while it comes from the a legal aspect or, or the law, usually is um, based on something that's happened in the past, and I'm being punished for that. I'm being treated badly to correct that action, right? Uh, the discipline is preparing me for the future, right? And I found that very, easy, uh, very uh, interesting, that distinction. So the discipline that we're talking about would be something that's happening in the here and now that's preparing me for as I walk forward to have that more correct um, action, uh, reaction to those events. So, and I think a good example is, is the justice system, right? I, I don't know, working in treatment for as long as I did, I meet a lot of people that come out of jails, prisons, and most of them did not get a new set of principles and spirituality and way of living in there. It actually sometimes can help you meet more people like that and get more connections towards the turning away. So yeah, and I love it. All of this is, this discipline is, if we've turned away from God and ran, right, he slowly turns us back, 